My name is Jameer Dixon, and I'm a locating Mark Fieldman for PG&E. I protect people. I protect our community. I protect our environment. When you call A11, I come out to your house, and I mark out our gas lines and our electric lines to make sure that you don't hit them when you're digging. A11 is at the heart of safety. I want people to know what's underneath them when they're digging. I'm passionate about it because every time I go on the street, I think about my own kids. A11 is a free service. Even if you're planning a garden, no project is too small to call A11. Together, we're building a better California. Welcome to the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Earl, and the other Robbie is my mate, Robbie Musto. We're going to take a look back at a fascinating match day seven. And then I want to finish off with a, a two-month report card for the top ten teams in the league. But that's for later. First, Musty, it was a white hot Spurs at White Hart Lane. Just how good were Tottenham today, mate? I... I... They, they were obviously, I mean, it's the easiest piece of analysis that we're going to do all week, um, maybe all month. I mean, obviously, they were fantastic. And I, I'm so pleased, Rob, I'm so pleased that they went on the aggressive front foot approach against Man City because, it, 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 you know, it must be tempting to fear how good they've been. And they absolutely didn't. Um, the energy, the work ethic was, was outstanding. And, and I just, I looked, towards the end of the game, I looked at, and, and kind of, I thought about every single player in the Spurs lineup. Every mm. single player did really, really well. Did their jobs very, very well. From mm. the from the two centre backs that always seemed to play well. From the full backs that were involved, the yes. midfield were, were stunning in there. Um, min Son is just reborn this season, and I, mm. I just, I just thought it was a, a fantastic exhibition, impressing, impressing the ball, and what that does. To, to your opponents, what that does for yourselves when you win the ball, you're in good spots to score goals. We saw that from the pressing, particularly from uh, from Wanyama in midfield. And just the physicality, Rob, and the power. Yeah. You know, this Spurs team's changed a little bit. Victor Wanyama mm. and, and Musa Sissoko, they've added yeah. power, real power, with a little bit of flair they've got, of course, in the likes of Lamella and Eriksson, who I thought, again, those two were outstanding. So very, very impressed. Very kind of pleased that it was that sort of game, and it kind of make me makes me think about Pep's Man City that that it's not going to be easy sailing for them. That this high press and their style of football, the total football, is not going to be easy every week of this this massive season. So I thought it was a stunning game, and Spurs. I mean, you know, just for their for their confidence, Robbie, mm. and for their belief that might have been knocked a little bit yeah. towards the end of last season. They're a little bit of a hangover the first couple of weeks of this season. My goodness, now they must believe that they can win the league this year. Yeah, it, it was it was football at another level that I think Spurs have played. Because I was looking at the league this morning when, when I was on, on the way into to, to the broadcast, and I was thinking, well, Spurs are second in the table, and they didn't really think they played that well, particularly in games, but... You, to me, defensively, they're sound. I, I said today, I think that the combination of goalkeeper and back four, Spurs have got the best in the league. And, and I think it was born out of what you saw today, their organisation. There's a desire, Robert, this, with this team and this football club to keep clean sheets. And, and I often sort of link them, them, them very much with Liverpool, who play high press, have got good attacking threats. But the difference between Spurs, and it happened a couple of times today, where they, they, you can't do the press that they, that, that they wanted to play in that intensity for the whole 45 minutes of each half. So each half, I think they take a little bit of a breather. They sit a little bit deeper. They rely on their back four. They've got good organisation. They've got a goalkeeper who doesn't make silly mistakes. And, you know, four clean sheets out of seven tells its own story. Three goals conceded in the league. Yet, I don't think if, if, if I'm Liverpool, they have that luxury yet because I still don't think defensively Liverpool are sound. I don't think there's as much pride taken in the clean sheets. And it's another sort of 
instrument that, that Pochettino has got right as football club. They want to defend and they want to keep clean sheets as well as play uh, stunning football and run all over the opposition as they did today. It just makes you think, Rob, doesn't it? It makes you think, you know, how, how far can this team go? Mm. Where are they going to fall down? What's going to be their Achilles heel? What's the situation with Harry Kane? Is Hyun Min Son going to continue to be, to be a fantastic asset to the football club in mm. a wide area, as we saw today, um, as a false number nine playing up yeah. front? So, again, I think durability, consistency will be something that they will have to fear going forward. But I just... I just thought it was one of, if not the best game this season. Mm. And just a, you know, it's a cliche, isn't it? You know, when we talk about being a great advert for the Premier League, but that is what the Premier League is like Mm. on a lot of occasions. And for Pep Guardiola, Rob, you know, it's like we we often have a little conversation about this league and and English football and the possibility of changing managers. Um, If I ask you a question, do, do you think after... Witnessing that and yeah. witnessing and experiencing Celtic Park in the Champions mm. League, do you think that Pep Guardiola changes in any way his philosophy in certain games, in certain situations against certain opponents to be a little bit less pragmatic uh, or stubborn in mm. the approach of playing from the goalkeeper right yeah. through the team? Is he going to? Is he going to change? Is the league going to change him? I don't think he'll change. I think he'll find a way to work it, work it out. I thought what Spurs did brilliantly today was not only press Bravo for the ball, but they pressed his outlets where he wanted to go. So whether it was the two centre-backs or the two full-backs or the deep-line midfield player, everybody who received the ball from the goalkeeper pretty much had to go back to Bravo. He had to kick long. Now, Pep will look at the tape, and, and he said in the interview after that he, we weren't able to build up from the back, we didn't have the rhythm, we weren't in the right spots. That tells me that, one, he, he, he'll have to do some work on the training ground, but he may be robbing, and we've said this might be a longer-term thing, I think he will be changing some players to get the type of players in that he can play a certain way. Robbie's won all his football doing it a certain way with a certain system, with a certain style. I don't think he departs from that just because he's in the, in the Premier League. Yeah, but I it's think, different, Rob, isn't it? Yeah, it is, is different. It, it is different, but I, don't, I think you are what you are, Rob. I think if you're a defensive-minded coach, you end up, that, that's your backbone. If you're a front-foot pressing coach, that's what you are. I don't think Pep Guardiola is going to go too far away. Yes, of course, he's a, he's a clever man and he'll, he'll tinker with the system but I don't think he'll go too far away from the football that we saw at Barcelona and we saw at Bayern that they've held him in, in good stead. Just just on about City, Rob, I just thought that you know, different day, different circumstances, Aguero maybe takes one of the two of the chances they came does, does it in any way flatter Spurs 2-0, could have been three of the uh, taking the penalty or were, were they that much better than City today? No, I don't think it flatters them at all. Yeah, I mean there was a penalty miss uh, they were just better. I think um, it's just the intensity. That's, that is the key word, intensity. Mm. And it was too much. It was too much for, for Manchester City today. Um, when you look at the team and it's got Fernandinho in it, it's got Fernando in it, mm. I, you know, I'd be tempted to say that is there enough physicality in this Man City team? And I've hinted at that in the past. But today's team mm. was, was more robust because you did have Fernando and Fernandinho. So, you know, you'd expect it to be more... It, they just got overpowered. I, yeah. The performance of Victor Yama, that's the best I've ever seen him play. And Moussa Sissoka was like a new yeah. man. And I know he wasn't your favourite, Rob, but he, he, he's brought yeah. another dimension to Spurs with his power running, with his defending, his ability to get to the byline and, and, and cause problems. I thought it was a day, Rob, and I was looking over the pitch, I thought 
Spurs won all the personal battles head-to-head. I was looking yeah. at Rose and Sterling. I was looking at Wanyama and, and Silva. I was looking at Son and, and, and Otamendi. I was looking at Deli Ali, same for Nandini. Yeah. Everywhere over the pitch, I thought Carl uh, Walker was outstanding. He, he was chasing lost causes. He was running back. He was blocking balls. He was flying down the line. It, 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 he got his team so wound up, Pochettino. I just thought he, he's done an, an amazing job, and he set his team up now with with the uh, international break to push hey, on. Hey, just just thinking, Rob. You know, like mm. when you look at these two teams, and, it, and it's you know it's it, it's so easy to look at this and say, wow, Spurs Spurs could go the whole way. They they look that yeah. they're better than Manchester City. Well, we know this is one day. Yeah, this is one day, and this was a mm. this was a bad day, an off day for Man mm. City where they were well beaten. Of course, the debate goes on to then who out of these two is going to have fewer off days, yeah. and and that's that's the concern, um, or the or I guess the challenge of Spurs is to say, can you do that every week? Because I will tell you what, they can't. You no. can't play no, with that no. intensity no. for every week. So the rest of their game, their their you know more, more their normal in inverted commas performance has to be consistent. It has to be um, strong, which it, it, I mean it, it is right now mm. to, to stay in and around the league. I, just my final my final question to you, Rob, and I I guess in some ways I'm pointing this at myself as well. Have we been have we underestimated Spurs going into no, this no, season? No, no, I think we have. I, I don't think. We've not gone in our top four, Rob. No, but I, I did say to you, and I've always said, and you can go back and check. I said. I'm going to believe in what I saw at that training ground when we were there that day, Rob. And I said, I still think this group of players, with their age, with their manager, with the right additions, will, can, win, can go on and win titles. I think they've got a bright future. If it's this season, that'd be great. It might take another year or two. But there's something building at Spurs, something quite special when you see days like today. They're going to have the new stadium. They're going to be well set. Yeah. And um, that, that's the reason I think long-term, you know, they'll be challenging the likes of Manchester City for titles as down the run. Listen, I'm going to move on to the other team from Manchester because we, we spent a bit of time on that one. Yeah. Manchester United got a 1-1 draw with Stoke. Jose Mourinho said it's a, by far the best performances of the season, way better than the win against Leicester. I just felt that was a bit of Jose being Jose, a bit of a Chelsea Jose, maybe papering <laughs> over a few things that, you know, weren't quite as he liked. Listen, I thought they played well enough, Rob, but they didn't stick the ball in the back of the net enough to, to kill off the opposition. Yeah, I thought they played well. Mm. They had a really fast start. I think Zlatan's chance early on yeah. um, was a strong one. I mean, just the some of the goalkeeping was, was absolutely outstanding, and I think that's that absolutely was a, a big part of it. Uh, Lee Grant, I was with him, you know, Derby County, way back in, in my last couple of years, and uh, he looked a goalkeeper. There, it's, it's a shame that he's been he's been basically a number two pretty yeah. much all his career. He had an outstanding game, and I think what it is with Josie Rob, I think he's he, he wants to build momentum. Yeah, he wants to, he needs that momentum after those 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 the Derby loss and that bad week that he had, mm. and he wants to keep the momentum going. And I tell you what, they did play well. Yeah, and Mata has. A better understanding of the number 10 position than Wayne Rooney. He understands where Zlatan wants to go. He's very rarely, I tweeted this out today, he's very rarely in Zlatan's space. When Zlatan wants to come deep, and he's going to do it, and yeah. I don't mind him doing it, he's done it for, for this, all of his career, Matter's rarely there. Matter goes to the wide, to the yeah. outside quite a bit. He's very mobile, Van mm. Matter, and I like that about his game. It just, yeah, I mean, I think an inspired goalkeeping performance um, and just one of those days for United. So I'm not, you can't criticise 
I don't think United for today's performance may be a bit of the finishing, um, but it wasn't the best, their best performance of the season. Obviously, at Stoke City that have struggled massively, second bottom of the league, at Old Trafford, you expect them to win that. So it can't be anywhere near their best. But I know what he means. Mm. The football was good. It they just didn't get the brakes around the penalty box. So absolutely no problem with Rooney and Fellaini being left out the side again. You think there's enough rhythm in the team? You know, in fairness, it was a Stoke team that they couldn't see off. And I thought, like you say, Lee Grant was outstanding. Joe Allen, I thought, was excellent today. Yeah. So Shawcross and, and Martin Zindi looked a little bit more like it, like they were a bit more committed. It looked and felt a bit more like a Stoke team that we've come to expect a certain level of play. Yeah, I, I thought they were much better. Mm. Much better, Stoke. And I think Mark Hughes would be... Uh, I think he'll be sleeping a little bit better tonight, Rob, because yeah. it must be so worrying when, when they've invested in the squad. You're bringing in some big-name players to, to your football club and changing the style. And I think they'll feel better about, better about it today. Um, yeah, they, they'd love to have, to have got the victory, but I think a really good performance from them. Just, just quickly, as I, before I forget, on, on United, just look yeah. at, at this lineup with With Martial coming on, and, and scoring that goal, and, and not, not just because of that goal. This team still, for me, isn't quite right, and I would definitely have Martial now instead of Lingard. I think Lingard's been poor, Rob, this season. He yeah, struggled to, great, yeah. to really come to terms with maybe what Mourinho mm. wants. I think when you've got Rashford on one side, you've got Martial on the other side, you've got more of a goal threat. Mm. We know what Rashford can do with getting goals. We know what Martial did last year. He was the, he was the main man last year in terms of goals for United. Mm. You put those on the outside, of course, I, and Martial's quicker. I mean, he's quicker than, certainly yeah. quicker than, uh, than, than Jesse Lingard. Uh, with Zlatan and one matter, I think that's a slightly better United team. And, and just to finish off, I'm still, I'm still, maybe not in this game. I'm still not sure about Pogba being in a two. You know, mm. I know Herrera yeah. can get around more. That's mm. why it's better than Fellaini because he can get around more around the back of Pogba, Pogba when he goes forward. But I still think that could be a potential weak area. You know, is is Mourinho? Is he changing his philosophy, Rob? Because as we saw, as a 1-0 uh, Mourinho team, yeah. normally he'd shut that yeah, down. Be done, yeah. He'd shut that down if it's at Chelsea or if it's at Inter or if it's even at Real Madrid sometimes. Mm. And he's not doing that. He's changing it is, to be Rob, more is, is expansive. That is that going to hurt him? And, and should he be Jose of old and stick to his beliefs that we get in front, we shut the game down? But maybe is, is that is the size of Manchester United? Is that the, the, the history of Manchester United? You know, that people said he's got to, he's got to find out. Well, maybe is, is that affecting? One point on, on, on the, the, the striking thing, before we move on, I'll talk about Arsenal. But I just think with, with Zlatan, and you've said a couple of times, maybe Wayne Rooney comes in if Zlatan goes out. You know what I wouldn't mind to see? I wouldn't mind seeing Martial stuck up there in what probably is his best position, where he wants to play, not maybe always from that. Or him and Rashford changing round a little bit and, and bring you know a little bit of life and a bit of legs to team. As we saw today with Spurs, legs can do a, a, good, a lot of work in, in this league if you can have pace and push from the front. Let's talk about Arsenal. Arsene Wenger and Arsene, we trust, 20-year anniversary away at Turf Moor. And there was plenty of people who were saying that this is a, the banana skin, this will be a hiccup, this will be the typical Arsenal where they don't get the job done. It was an ugly win, Rob. It was a, it was a bit of a scratch, scrappy goal. Some were suggesting whether it was offside with Koscielny or whether it hit his hand before it went in, into net. But the bottom line, Bobby Musto, is Arsenal found a way and got the three points. Yeah, by the skin of their teeth. I mean, it's that yeah, not okay I mean, though. Was they that, found does, a way. Does that mean and you're right. They did find a way. Does very, that mean very late. Let's just points. clear that up. The let's clear that goal up. And and how I saw it, and I, I rewound it and looked at it about twenty times. Um, 
First of all, handball. I think we I think we agree on that. That mm. the, the ball, the handball, of course. And a lot of people tweets us, Rob, saying, you know, what are you talking about? It strikes his arm. The ball would have been going over the top. It, it changes the direction of the football. It's got nothing to do with that. It's very simple. Is he deliberately, intentionally handling the ball? And it's obvious that he wasn't. It's from point blank. The ball comes up on his arm. It strikes his arm and goes into the to the back of the net. That's just the way it happens. So that for me was. Was, um, was definitely not a handball. And then the other thing was just offside. Now, if Oxley kicks the ball onto mm. the arm of, of Koscielny, then it's offside. But we looked at it and looked at yeah. it and looked at it, and I don't think he touched no. it. I think uh, Koscielny got the touch on the football to take it onto his arm to put it in the back of the net. That's how I read it. That's mm. how I explain it. Are you any different to me, Rob? No, absolutely spot on. Uh, we looked at it a couple of times um, backwards and, and looked from different angles. And no, it doesn't look like Oxlade gets a touch. I mean, because he only bungles it over. It does catch his arm. He doesn't really know anything about it. Absolutely no problem. Just want to, hold on, re- rewind a little bit where you said, oh, they just got the job done and, and whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, well, is that is that two points? Oh, you, if you only get the job done not too well, it's two points. Listen, you, you win one <laughs> point for a draw, you get three points to win, or you get nothing if you get beat. But Arsenal have left Turf Moor with three points. Now, in the past, Robbie Musto, when Chelsea have won on the road, or Manchester United have won on the road, we've said, nah, that's what title winners do. Why Why is it with, with Arsenal? Is it because they can play such beautiful football that we don't appreciate an ugly win for them? Because it's an ugly win, but it's a win. And I think that that's the difference, what we're talking about, Theo Walcott's talking about this mentality is the mentality changing? I've known Arsenal teams who wouldn't have won that game, would have drawn nil-nil, but they've got a win, and we've got to at least give them a little bit of credit if what, that's what title-winning teams do. Yes, and I'll, I'll give them credit for winning that game, and it was an Thank ugly you. win, and it was very, very late, and all mm-hmm. credit to them. But, you know, the, the, the biggest credit for, for this Arsenal team is to go on and win the league. And, you know, all this talk of different mentality from Theo Walcott, um, you know, and, and they're different this year. And I'll tell you what's different. Mustafi is good. Mm-hmm. I think he's good. That's different. I'll grant you that. Alexis Sanchez, as a number nine, that's good. That's different. Now, I, I'm just not convinced with this whole new mentality that Theo's got and Arsenal have got. Because I, 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 I'm not buying that until they, unless they win the title. And, and yes, we give credit for today's performance. They were brilliant against Chelsea and they got a late win here. Of course, it's the, it's the consistency over a long period of time when the weather gets colder, etc., etc., when the conditions aren't perfect. That's my doubt with Arsenal, and that's where they've, they've fallen down a little bit over previous years. I mean, we've got to admit that. So in, until somebody demonstrates or shows me or rams it down my throat that they've got a different mentality because of X, Y, and, and Z, then I'll, then I'll look at it. But at the moment, because Theo Walker has a good week and he says that we're buzzing, we're, uh, we're mentally strong now and everything else, and I, I, I'm just not buying it, Rob. It's been too long, too many examples over the years of, of Arsenal finding a way to, to finish, get over that finishing line in first place. Um, I haven't seen enough yet to say to you, do you know what, Robbie Hill? This is it. There's a definite change there. They're going to go on and win this league. Surprise, um, surprise. Yeah. A doubting so, Robbie Musto about Arsenal. Shock and horror. <laughs> Musto, just, just before we move on on Arsenal, just, you know, the 20 years of Arsene Wenger, you know, I think everybody recognised what, what kind of job and, and effect he's had on the Premier League over that period. Just want to get your thoughts quickly on, on how long do you think this goes on? It, it, you know, his, his contract, we know, comes up at the end of the season. 
Does he get another two or three years? Does he get a chance to continue? Or are these new guns, as, as the Pochettinos, the Klopps and, and the, the Contes and, and the Guardiolas, are they the next three? Do Arsenal need one of those kind of guys with new energy, with new ideas to come into the football club? Yeah, I mean, there's, I think so. So there's, there's, two, there's two answers here, isn't there? There's, there's my thoughts and there's the club thoughts. And, I, and my thoughts would be, if he, if he proves me wrong and he wins the Premier League title this year, absolutely Arsene Wenger. You've done it. You've, you've proved everybody wrong. It's taken a long time, but we've steadily improved and you've done it. Here's another two or three-year contract, Arsene. Thanks very much. Fantastic. OK, so that, mm. that's what I would do. If they don't win the league, for me, it's time for a change. If they don't win the league, it's time for a change. And you're right. I think there's a new kind of... A new order, if you like, in managers now with that intensity. My goodness, didn't we see that in the, in the earlier games? So, uh, and now the club, I think if he doesn't win the league this year, I think the club will make a change, Robbie Earl. I do. I do think that. I mean, that, and, and of course, that's, you know, I, I'd love to get your take on it, but mm. I, I think his contract is up. They won't win. I just think it needs a new direction, a new push, but I totally could be wrong, and they might, they might make him, uh, you know, in, 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 I'll give him a new contract. No, I, I think that if he if he wants to stay, I think he'll still be at the football club. It might depend on, on other things outside factors. Just going to move on, mate. I want to do a two-month report, Carl, because we're getting to the international break. I just thought it's a chance for us to quickly have a look at some teams. And I want you to give me your grade, your letter for the teams, the top eight teams in the league, whether it's a, as a plus or a minus. So Manchester City sit in first place. Six wins, one loss, no draws. 18 points have a possible 21. What grade do you know you're going to give Pep for his, his first seven games in, in, the, in the Premier League? OK, so if the best grade is, is A+, plus, correct. giving him an A. An A Ooh. for Pep for Manchester City. Okay. Brilliant. Absolutely stunning football. Yep. Yes, disappointing loss today, but the way he's gone into that club and the football that they're playing and where they're sitting right now on the table, A for Pep. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you there. I'm happy with an A. Tottenham, second place. Five wins, two draws, no loss. His only team in the Premier League not to have lost. 17 points from impossible 21. What are you giving Pochettino and his boys? <laughs> I'm giving Pochettino and his boys... An A, the same grade. Of course, expectation is a little bit different, but if you're sat in second place, you've just beaten Manchester City as, as well as you have there. They get an A for me. Yeah, I'm happy enough with an A. I, I like the defensive side. No losses, lowest amount of goals conceded. So, yeah, I'm OK with an A. Arsenal, third place, five wins, one draw, one loss. 16 points out of possible 21. What, what are you giving for Arsenal? And don't be harsh, don't be doubting. Um, I'm going to give Arsenal for this start. I'm going to give them B plus. Oh, what? What's wrong? With it's an A. <laughs> it's an A. It's an A minus all day um, long. It's absolutely got A minus written all over it. Let me move uh, on to your warm and fuzzies. Your warm and fuzzy Liverpool. Okay. Fourth place, five wins, one draw, one loss, sixteen points out of possible twenty-one. Jurgen Klopp. Interesting. What's your grade? I think Liverpool start what they've done and, and how Pep is uh, Pep how um, Jurgen Klopp is taking this team forward. I'm giving them a A minus grade, Ooh. A minus down to expectation and, and where they are right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go A minus because of the, the schedule they've had. Obviously, I'm not copying my bloody marks, by the I'm way. I'm not copying your marks. You blooming Arsenal. You, you as ever downing Thomas <laughs> Everton. Fifth place, four four wins, two draws, one loss, fourteen points out of twenty-one. Why are you giving Ronald Koeman's just gone a little bit, not quite as it started. Mm. Um, I think Everton. I think uh, I think you'd have to give them B plus. 
I think giving them B plus, Rob. Yeah, I, I think you know from where they were last year, a new manager, new philosophies, a change of em- emphasis, a little bit on on the way the team plays, more spirit, more steel in the team. Yeah, there's my grade. B. B for Ronald. B plus. B. I said B plus. I'm going B. B. I'm going B. Manchester United, okay. sixth place. Four wins, one draw, two losses for Jose. Said today he had his best performance of the season in the 1-1 draw against Stoke. Not sure about that. 13 points from 21. We're giving Jose for his start as Manchester United manager. B minus. Ooh, B minus. Not a little harsh. I'm, I'm going to go with B. I think in terms of where the football club was, I think he needed bringing together. I think he's he's starting to find a rhythm and a way of playing. I'm, I'm happy with the B. You're going I, to I'm B minus. I'm saying that, Rob, because I mean, the, 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 the players that were brought in, the money that was spent, mm. the, the impact of Mourinho, I just expected a little bit more. I'm looking at a league yeah. table now. They're in sixth place behind Everton, yeah. Liverpool, Spurs. Big game against yeah. Liverpool, yeah, coming yeah. up. Yeah, Chelsea. So, Antonio Conte, not quite gone as he would like. They're in seventh place. Four wins, one draw, two losses. 13 points for them as well. Antonio Conte, what, what are you B- thinking there? B minus. Mm, B minus. I think I'm with you with B minus. Um, don't like to agree with you too much, but yeah, it's yeah. just not quite been what I thought. I just think this one could go either way. I think we could do our next report card, and, th- and they might be a C plus, or they could be an A minus. That's how I think things are at Chelsea. Last one, Leicester City. 12th place, two wins, two draws, three losses. Finding it easier in Champions League than they are in Premier League. Claudio Ranieri and his boys, a little bit disappointing for them, Rob. Yeah, I mean, obviously this this grade is based on the Premier League um, so far after seven games. I'm giving Leicester City a C. Not not great, expected more. I know, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be the same situation, but um, I like some of the players that they've signed and for them to be in the bottom half of the, it's got to be a C for Leicester. And I'm going to go for a B. Two wins in the Champions League. Ranieri's obviously said to his boys, forget Premier League this year, we're going to win the Champions League. So I'm going to give them a B. Right, just before we go, mate, and wrap it up, and I know we've got a break, the international break coming up. Just want to have a little thought about international football. And Sam Allardyce, we know, has lost his job. He's talk that, that Gareth Southgate's got the, the job till the end of the season. I think it's four games now he's been given. And there's a lot of talk about English managers. Who would you like to see, Rob? Do, do you think it needs to be, one, an Englishman managing the national team? And if not, who outside of there would you be happy to see leading England and, and moving the, the nation forward? In an ideal world, of course, it, it really should be an English manager. It's a, it's a representation of the English game, English players, English manager would be, would be of course, preferable. That being said, it, it's such a it's such a short list. It's such a, a short list of England candidates. Um, I don't think Gareth Southgate. He said not long ago, before they um, hired Sam Allardyce, that he wasn't ready for it. He didn't have the the, um, the experience for it. So I don't expect him. Even if he does a good job, I don't expect him to take the job. Um, I think when you look at some of the some of the uh, the names on the list, I mean, it, it, it's, it's quite frankly. It's quite sad. You know, Alan Pardew, 10 to 1. You've got High Redknapps in the betting. You've got Steve Bruce in the betting. You know, you, uh, I, think, I think Arsene Wenger, you know, is hinted that he's kind of, didn't he say, why not, if I'm available? Yeah. I, I guess he would be the best option right now. I think he's one of the favourites in the betting. Eddie Howe, uh, for me, Rob, is, is just a little bit too early. Yeah. You, you don't want to ruin a guy. Put him in as a national team manager. You know, he's a young, up-and-coming manager. He's Second season in the Premier League. Again, I think it's too early for him. So I guess of a, of a pretty short list and a not a great list, which is, I've got to say, is depressing as an England 
fan, and you know, I, I, I think um, I think Wenger probably is the best fit. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I, th- I think it, it should be voted not necessarily on nationality, but it should be voted uh, or picked in terms of coaching ability, management ability, tactical acumen, and and awesome thing you get to tick through all those. And I'm a little bit like you, Robert. I look at some of the names, Alan Pardew and Steve Bruce, and people like that, and I think, well, if this if this was the German national team, would they go? You know, would they be thinking like, oh, let's go and get Steve Bruce? You know, with an Italian national team thing, those those kind of, of names are not being disrespectful to him. Good, you know, league managers, but they're, they're not international managers, and, and I just think that that's the position that England find themselves in. But it's going to be interesting to see the journey, and who knows? Your your mate Gareth Southgate might win the four games and be be. Um, pushed into the job and decide to take it. So um, we'll look forward to that one, mate. But we're going to have to call it a time now, as ever. It's been a uh, great weekend. The standout match was obviously Manchester City losing their 100% record to a rejuvenated Spurs. That's it for this week. We'll take some time off the international break and we'll be back with our next podcast on Match Day 8 that sees a small matter of Liverpool versus Manchester United. That's Much Watch TV, Monday, October 17th. And don't forget, if you want to hear more from Musty and I, you can tune in to Two Robbies Football Show each and every Premier League Saturday, 5pm Eastern Time on NBC Sports Radio. Want to earn extra cash for the holidays? Amazon Flex is expanding in the San Francisco Bay Area. Opportunities in Richmond, Oakland, and Daly City. Earn around $20 to $27 an hour delivering packages with Amazon. All you need is a car, a smartphone, and some free time. This is a great opportunity to be your own boss, deliver when you want, and make extra money. With Amazon Flex, you'll have flexible hours and great earnings. To get started, download the app at flex.amazon.com. That's F-L-E-X amazon.com. You must be at least 21 years old. Limited opportunities available. Get started at flex.amazon.com. Com.